What's up, guys? This is another edition of the Entertainment Report podcast. And on this edition, we had Canada's number one dancehall entertainment family. We're talking about Nitro. Nitro with Master Jeff, Ring Ding, and Lady Hilly. We spoke about a lot of stuff across the board. We spoke about Lady Hilly's new reality TV. We spoke about Nitro's anniversary. We spoke about what they were going to do in World Clash. We spoke about a lot of stuff. So this is what you want to here right now this is nitro canada's number one dancehall entertainment family listen up and listen good buckle up and let's go this podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com hi this is muscle for another entertainment report podcast and this time we have toronto's number one family in the building you know who we have we have nitro family in the building tonight what's going on ladies and gentlemen how are you guys doing there tonight good 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 we're doing great great yeah all right and who is it we have here jeff the master <laughs> and to my left who do we have dr ringling you know crush that all right and in front of me, who do we have? Lady Hilly, New Hilly. <laughs> All right. All right. So you see, this is a family. And as I said, family, everybody's doing their own things big. You see what I'm saying? We have somebody starring in a reality show. We have people that make the mixes. We have the MCs. We have the selectors. We have one family. Definitely thank you and welcome back to the podcast again. Yeah man. Something? Yeah man. Always a pleasure, you know. Yeah. Family, we say family. You know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then let's yeah. get this rolling. So how did this nitro sound, nitro the C D sound begin in the first place? Oh, take it away, Dr. Ringding. Yeah. Well it all started. Um my friend Mr. Lee, Redman linked me and said, you know, bridging of a sound we put together just on the play C D so in field say me was a man for it so you know okay them link me and from there so now when me say everything were gone when i'm a little i like a um party them link me and said you know say next person for this is jeff you okay know? so when it originally started it was just you and the boss it started that's how it started yeah man, me miss ali coco and the boss okay yeah and then you brought you in turn brought on Jeff. Yeah. Okay. So you came on as a selector or as the MC when you came on first? Um we just come on as a selector, you know, because yeah. we versatile could I do anything. Yeah. Because the whole musical um, connection was from school days. Got you. When I migrated to Canada, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Renning was playing Night Rider 5000. I also teeth out of my mother house to take in this man. Okay. I play a song. Yeah. And then I built my own song to the influence of him. Okay. Because you see, one night there was a big dance in Krona and Kushan. Yeah. And at the time, you had a drum machine. Yeah. <laughs> like City Rap. Tutum, tutum, tutum. I mean, I'm a drum man because in school, me actually play drums because okay. I play drums in real life, yeah. right? So I was, was assigned to the drum machine. Yeah. But when high tech and start kick ringing them the night yeah. with song song, and I might have no difficult play the drum machine, the man asked me, What are you doing around here? Yeah. <laughs> I said to him, What do you mean? Tell me if I play the drum. Yeah. Man, said, I select a move for me. So. So I never like him, I did hate him because him yeah. really, that was my dream night, you know, my biggest yeah. night in the music. Of that, course. You know, because lucky like drum machine, yeah. you know, and I run on a big sound, you know. Yeah. 
with high then, tech and all of those so high tech it was mm-hmm. high tech get up and night rider okay and stereo profit the night mm-hmm. in a crown and cushion you know? yeah big songs big yes songs, man yeah. at the time and the doctor ring ding doctor ring ding you know yeah. Yeah. Them have to stand up and two tall something the way so you rock them tall yeah yeah well anyway so from this so now went and built my own son so that's where he knows my musical yeah background from and figure say well you know probably you know because it was up to him mm-hmm. to choose somebody to play with him and this big idea yeah cd sound exclusively so i'm jaffy jeff them time the master never reached for me name it, so. okay what was yeah. the name of your song that time there black magic okay All yes right. man yeah. and where was that so what part of the city was that song from Eglinton and Keel, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eglinton was so really running things. So Ruffles days, uh-huh. the whole of them thing, they up right up back to, to, to Dufferin, uh-huh. to all of them basement party there. We, we, you know, we, we do all of them something and hold up our school jams and all those yeah. things. So. Black Magic. About how long you had that song for? <laughs> Boy, maybe about what? Ten years? Ten years? Over ten years. Cause we started that song about what? 1994. Okay. And we went all the way till about... Yeah, man, maybe about 10 years. Yeah, man. that I did not. That my school days. So in the days of when you have Fire Kids, Teeny, and yeah. all those, and the Lindo P's, yeah. there was Black Magic, you know, yeah. and there was Night Rider 5000. Yeah. I mean, Black Magic was one of the fastest songs that yeah. come up so fast. You know, yeah, man, so from them time. So that was around like when Eagle Force and all of those yeah, songs, man. or Eagle Force, Torpedo, all of all those songs. Man. Eagle yeah. Force, Torpedo, <coughs> Red Flame. Yeah. King Turbo used to come out of school, come play a school jam, you know? Yeah. Yeah, me, I say, yo. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, man, from them days, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you guys knew each other, or you just used to hang around the song and then he said. Somehow we went to the same school. Okay. High what school, school was that there? Jar Jar with the Great. All right. <laughs> when it came to basketball, that's what you guys were. Yeah, but that, everything that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. no man, and that's a big connect right there. Because to be able to be in the same school, playing two different songs, and then he says, "You know what? I like your talent. Come over here." Yeah, that's man. a big improvement. As right years there. later, when we used to have lunchtime, you know, Rending used to go over to the club because the club was walking distance, one block from the school. Okay. So lunchtime, everybody go across and cushion and ringing turn on the sound. Yeah. Yeah, man, I would turn off the light and, you know. Yeah. And, you know, girls, you know, rope and wall hard and all in something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> and lunchtime. Lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes lunchtime. I reach back a class and late because music sweet. Yeah. Yeah, man, and here and ringing, I play. Number one, no panel look good. Wow, yeah, man. And every yeah. man have a girl long and long down the dark as night. <laughs> and rope, rub, rub, rub. For one hour and then go back to school. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We go back for lunch after that party. We had to have about every day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah. then you evolved, you evolved from there into Nitro. So then when they said, you know what? Let's build this song on your brother and Jeff. Who else did you look to expand the team with? Um, That was basically it still. Yeah. Never really have nobody else yeah. in mind mm-hmm. from this still. No, cause there was nobody. There was nobody else. Yeah. In in my mind, for bring on at that time, it was just him. Yeah. You know. And he was the MC or the selector at that time. At that time, he was the MC, but him could also select. Yeah. Same. So me, me could have MC too, and. 
Yeah, we, you know, we used to buy cars. Yeah. Yeah. When I started playing Rider, that's what I did, MC and select. Yeah. At that time there, especially back then, you had to be very versatile. As a selector, you were able to talk and mix at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just only now where it's kind of separate. Where okay, you select, you talk. But mm-hmm. those times, yo, you had to really know your craft. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And know what you were doing. It wasn't only about the top ten. Let's play the biggest song. It was about going in your box and playing some music. Mm-hmm. When you had to play early warm, it was a totally different early warm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Real man. Yeah, man. What's your favorite part of the dance to really go into? You like early warm, the hype, the oldies. What part do you guys really like? For me personally, yeah, I love the early warm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Not so much the hype. Yeah. The top 10 music, they don't stay. Yeah. So you get to play the real music when you're really warming up. Mm-hmm. And I love one drop. Yeah, that's you. Right. One drop. I love one drop and I love to play one drop and souls mm-hmm. for hours. Yeah. And then when the top thing, top ten is just top ten, you know, that's yeah. what they call top ten. I just hear for a short period of time and so till another top ten come take it over. But yeah. I love the early part. That's really your thing right there. Yeah, man. I love the early part. Yeah. You see a lot of people nowadays, they're more into the cartels and all of those type of things there. They just want to get straight to it. So they come in the dance three o'clock just so they can burn the fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that really doesn't set the pace of the dance to the way how it really needs to be set. You know what I mean? And then it gets it gets very confusing very quickly with too many songs in the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then let's go to the nitro journey of going to Jamaica. What made you guys actually leave Canada and take the song to Jamaica? Um, what make we really leave still is just... Um, we do so much here, and we so much here in Canada. Yeah. And we like get so much good feedback. Okay. You know, the bosses come to one day and say, you know, we could take it to our next level, mm-hmm. Jamaica. You know, and like my head just light up and said, Jamaica, that I really want next level. <laughs> you no, know, because yeah. I always want to go Jamaica to play music. So there was no doubt in my mind to say, yeah, I'm ready. You know. So we just pack up where we are, pack up like this up, like in space, like a, a month or two. Just so, and you guys actually <coughs> all left. Yeah, man, we just yeah. shut down wherever we either do here and just leave. Like, yeah. who did I have job? Who did I do wherever? Everybody just zoop. Yeah. Them times I just have one, my first two kids zoop. I was just gone. You know? I don't know how you <laughs> could deal with that. That's really scary. You know, when you want something. But when you actually get it, it's a totally different feeling because I don't know how it would be to leave Canada to go to Jamaica to say, this is my job, full-time music. You know what I mean? Describe to the people what the first couple of months going to Jamaica was like. Um, it was an experience because, I mean, let's take it back a little bit. So going to Jamaica, um, there was two friends who okay. one, saw, one friend owned Nitro, the other friend owned Adonai. I remember. Adonai was already in Jamaica and was making big moves. Yes. So he, the talent that we, you know, we have and and what we were doing here was like below our level. Yeah. We wanted to take it to an international level, as Rinding said. So that's how we go about going there. So Adonai was already there. Yeah. So we go down there and we were just like piggybacking on Adonai. Where Adonai would play. We would play, but then again, the CD concept was new to Jamaica, yeah. so 
even before you hear one song. It's like the song bus before you play. <laughs> As everybody, people want to see what Ringding was doing than even hear what he was doing. So yeah. People was pushing down. When we're playing, we have to have people stand around us to ease people off, because them just want to see. Yeah. At that time, it was a single player that you have to open the top. Yes, yes, yes. You know? <clears throat> so Ringding created a lot of things. So now that's how you have these new players now where you have buttons with effects. Those times you didn't have that. Yeah. Rindin created more effects at those times. The CD player couldn't pull up in them. They couldn't. So Rinding put yeah. the effects yeah. in our little <laughs> button and go, people believe say my wheel the CD, you know. Yeah, man. That right? trick a lot yeah. of people in those yeah. times, you know. Just to make it happen. But the experience was different because it's a different way of them juggler Jamaican we went down there juggling the Canadian way and wasn't getting the response at the time. I know that. You know? Mm-hmm. So my first two, my first dance I played in Jamaica, you know, yeah. by the time we, we reached about 10 minutes in my juggling me, can't talk, you know? Yeah. Oh, what's up? <gasps> yeah. So me, I wonder, oh, I go on. Because me, I go hard muscle. So it took us a little while mm-hmm. to get to that level of how the Stone Loves, the Metal Media, the Renaissance, the top songs in yeah. Jamaica for us to get to that level with them. It took us a couple of months. So the first couple of months was an experience. Yeah. We go down there, you know. Nitro started out as a hardcore song, you know. Okay. All I did play tune them we have up our head to tour and hansa and love put on the bad and slim thing. Yeah. That was not me in Jamaica. Had a night jump on the place that done. How we going? Everybody turn up and say. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> so very fast, quick, 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 we have to change course. Yeah. And learn that it's a and different vibe. Because we, we we started out more in our head as like a clash zone, you know. Okay. That's before, originally the vibe of Nigeria. Yeah, before we leave and go to Jamaica, if somebody sounds them should really tell the truth, then we scared because every party we come up here, we are playing. You know? Okay. And we had to have some serious dub plate on the CD. You know? yeah. I remember Jack hearing all those stuff from back then. You guys would split it, say, hey, look what we could do. Split it, rhythm over here, voice over here, <laughs> this type of when echo, do some, all type of stuff. We had to do some things. So when we reached Jamaica and have the hardcore juggling, that wasn't working because Jamaica now was a party. The songs that we are playing against and the parties that we are playing at, it's a party okay. scene. Got you. So we have to change course quick, yeah. quick and fast. Mm-hmm. And start juggle, but it never take we long because again, when when you have it and it's in you, yeah. And that brother over there is really a true genius. I don't know, ringing. I've never seen ringing do anything else but music. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So some people don't see man. We said Doctor Ringing and Legend. They don't really understand the the bio of this man here. So mm-hmm. it took us, I mean, a short period of time to catch on and reach to the level where we start compete and them start realizing. Eh, eh. Mm-hmm. Brother, you're not easy, you know, yeah. they mad, you know. And at that time, it was just you and Ringding on Nitro at that time there. At that time, we never bring anybody else yet. The first couple of months we go down was after we bring John Brown and some other people. Yeah, yeah. after that was John Brown. Yeah, yeah. Person. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> so it was a whole team that was down there. So it was you... Jeff, Jim Brown, or John not, Brown? not Jim, Jim, Jim Brown. I got the connection. You know? <laughs> that John. Yeah, we have John Brown from um, from Florida. We have we have um, our next one, Genius. Yeah, was amongst us. We have yes. Andy. Yeah, uh, uh, it was at that time it was about five to six of us. Mm. We have some local guys too. We take on that. Okay, yeah. you know we bring on on board and. 
yeah. give them a, a opportunity the same way. But the two main people was still me and ring ding. The foundation that yeah. is still standing. That's it's, so you know, crazy to yeah. know that. Yeah, and man. I mean, and you guys vibe. You could tell that you guys vibe is it's a genuine vibe. Yeah, man. It's not a forced thing. It's real. Mm. And I mean, the respect you have for him and the respect he has for you. Yeah, it might look more for me than me I feel. So how did all the production and stuff start to come into play now? Because I know you guys had opened up a studio or it was more a private studio you guys had down there? Oh, well, the studio was after. Yeah. Was, was after. We had a studio here. Okay. Before, before we, you left. Before we left. And while we were there, we had a studio here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, was doing production and all these things still. Yeah. You know, because it was, you have the studio. Nitro was, was you know, a big entity. You know, we have this the studio. Yeah. We have the sound that we were going to do the clothing line. Okay. It's a whole bunch of things that was under the banner of Nitro. Yeah. So me and Rindin was just the sound over here. But we had the studio. Mm -hmm. the production was after, it was afterwards than when I started out to do. And that's a total different thing again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you started production on your own opposed to, so I guess the studio up here was more dub plates and stuff, mastering and promo mixes and stuff. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and mm. that's where you came into play. Mm. You like studio, yeah. Like the marriage, thing for doing mixing. Our yeah, yeah, that was me. You know, mm. that was my part of the whole thing. Make sure so the music is there. Yeah, we distribute all of the selector them and make sure so everything up on CD and then all the copy everything so every box. Can have a set of CD. Okay, because I guess at that time you guys had to split up and play different places. No one. Yeah. Mm. So how many actual sound systems did you guys have? One. You were in Jamaica. One. At that time there was only one. But one I know system. a lot of times they wanted, any time there was a sound, they wanted every sound to have their own sound system strung up in the lawn at that time. So how did you guys deal with something like that then? If you guys had one sound but had to split up in two or three different places? We, what we had is one sound system but we had more than one consoles. Got you. Mm -hmm. So we take a line out of other people's sounds to play. So mm -hmm. we play with Stone Love, he give us a line from his mixer. Yeah. He'll give us a line from his mixer and we could play but we only had one system without speaker boxes. Okay. But we have more than one console to play. Yeah. So we could split up because at that time we have to bring our own console everywhere yeah. we go. We were the only people playing CD like that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And how did you get your music that time if it was only CD and everybody else was playing record? Did you have to transfer it over? What was the process at that time? In the in the beginning, we had to transfer over. But if you remember, um, in the late 90s, they started to do CDs like yep. Bojo album. Mm -hmm. Lucian album and right so when we reached Jamaica the producer them started already switching over to CDs yeah. mm -hmm. but the songs in Jamaica they would have, they had to get the if they wanted the song before it released they had to get it on dub plate Got so you. Jeff yeah. would go check the producer mm -hmm. and we would get the, the songs on CDs like so Dave Kelly Dave Kelly was the first person to do that okay mm -hmm. Start right. pre-releasing on CD. We alone have it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that advantage to get the CD first or the song that would release like next week we would get them the week yeah. before. I give you a story with that yeah. with that CD thing. We had a dance one night <laughs> playing for Skingdon. Yeah. In Clarendon with okay. the great Firelinks. Supposed yeah. to be Firelinks Stone Love Nitro. Okay. Stone Love wasn't playing with Firelinks at the time. Okay. So it's me and Firelinks. 
You have a rhythm where Lenky produced him, Duali. Take it at the party, uh-huh. The man released this, the song them on CD. Yeah. So before we get to even skeng dang dance with fire links, any party we go in and we have the advantage because no yeah. sound no have the wally, but mm-hmm. Nitro cause the man give it to me pre-release. Crazy. Hey, muscle. Early, early round, about 12 o'clock, fire links walking at the dance and man said, I play a couple more and then turn it over to Nitro. The man got arrow stood and cut the whole Duali CD <laughs> and double it in the man. <laughs> it's when the man dropped the song, the whole of belly drop out, you know, because we are saying, it no matter who he play tonight, yeah. and we have Duali. The hype is really in Jamaica right now. The yeah. only song can play because it was released on CD. Yeah. Everybody still have play vinyl. Violin's cut it and double it, you know. Mm-hmm. And play it early. <laughs> That night that we have to do for Brother Bob and some of my friends them. You see every way I tell you. Because you know he knew that you had the songs pre-release. Yeah, man. so I'm doing one work and cut them and double it. And I thought about, about 12 songs, so yeah. he cut them like six pound each double plate. Mm-hmm. Arrows under 45. Remember, double plate, uh-huh. only play and double plate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Him playing 45 yeah. and the double plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fire links. My guess that right there, were you guys still Fresh to Jamaica, or you guys been in Jamaica for a while at that time there? Oh, at that time. We see his name time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up and running, man. Do all of the big parties, they're already fully loaded, great adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of these things playing for big Hold big. on, pull back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys played fully loaded? Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, do man. Yeah, man, we did fully loaded. Go YouTube and type we in, man. Ras. We do um, What? Sashi. Sashi. Yeah. Ras, yeah. all of them. Yeah, man. You named the major events that time in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. About. That I didn't know. Yeah, you know man. I mean? Because those were levels. If you were on fully loaded, you had to bring something to the table. Yeah. They didn't put anybody on fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, at, the t- at, those, at that time, mm-hmm. Nitro was in the top five mm-hmm. sound system in Jamaica, you know. Mm-hmm. Top five. Yeah. Right? You had the Stone Love, Renaissance, Metro Media, Nitro in it. Right, you understand? So we got we, we you know we were considered for fully loaded. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and we played fully loaded, man. We played fully loaded, we play at two ras, we play at fully loaded. Yeah. And we play at um, Great Adventure. The Rash them too, you even play. Yeah man. Yeah. Beer vibes, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, A man. lot of people that's in the business right now have no clue. <laughs> What it is to play on those type of dances. Yeah, man, crazy, man. Where you're seeing 10,000 people mm-hmm. on a beach. Yeah, man. I'm not around. I talk to the few about that hour and we are talking about them days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy part of them. Yeah. Part of them. And you have to have goods. When you stand up on the stage and look yeah. as far as you can see our people in yeah. front of you. <laughs> That's big. You understand? Yeah. Me can confess, no. Uh, the first time we played on Fully Loaded, I remember back in those days. Mm-hmm. The selector ringing them the over this one. You as the MC have to walk out to the crowd. You can't no stay behind the sound no and play way. a fully loaded. No way. And you have to come out with your white yeah. towel and wheel it and then ah. something. <laughs> and when them announce Nigel for play, yeah. and I have to go out, they may tell you, I must, uh, me, if I didn't know when my blood are weak, I know. Yeah. <laughs> don't know, say. I <laughs> feel something warm and come down by my leg. They yeah. will yeah. shake and go out there. You know, but I have to go out there. But after I play the five first song, it's yeah, an experience, my yeah. brother. I know, I know, I easy something back mm-hmm. in the days because I told him at Taran, you are behind you. Why, Cliff John, we are behind you. 
Khalid. DJ Khalid was your producer now, you know. Yeah. Book for every day, every fully loaded, you know. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the man that we are playing against, you know. As Nitro. I play amongst, not against, because it wasn't a clash. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, man, so. And were you guys representing Canada at that time, or you guys were more representing Jamaica? Man, go ahead, uh, no man. We always represent <laughs> Canada, have, man. We don't represent both. Always. Because we okay. always have met the people and say we're originally yeah. from Canada. Always. You know? Yeah. So everywhere we go, we'd always make them know that. Always. Yeah. And then for some reason, some of the people would have known, say, you know, are the foreign so. Yeah. Because the news start get around, you know? Yeah. So every time we go, some people I say, oh, the CD sound is from foreign. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, because I know at one time they weren't really reading Canadian sounds like that anymore. That song. No, they never read you know nothing I mean? from Canada. Yeah. No artists, no sound, nothing. So when I'm gonna say Canadian sound, I'm gonna say, eh, because we adopt the Jamaica we of playing and the vibes and everything. So even though we say we come from Canada, mm-hmm. we fit in amongst them. Yeah. You know, you just wanna, wanna share a quick little joke to. When we were here, we had all of the cases, the CD cases, and the console them in orange, yeah. brother. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Full yeah. orange. Yeah. So one day we do, we go up on morning time and TVJ. Yeah. Go do our interview. Yeah. And of course, we carry the console and, you know, you know, we are preview the whole thing and how it work and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And brother, after that, yeah. we get a call. Because mm-hmm. the man, the wife, you know, I walk in a sound that in a full orange. Yeah. <laughs> so the man say, yo, a PMP sound. Uh-huh. Why? The next week we change the color to blue. <laughs> 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 job, you can't, you can't no, no green, no orange. No orange, no, no, no red. Blue. So blue. we just go so boop. Yeah. Yeah, but so, <laughs> and if I read sound, but yeah. them see the color and I think far in the mass no, yeah. <laughs> this. <laughs> That is sense of man to come here. Yeah, yeah, boy, we get a call, man. Yeah. So, brother, I want to deal with mm-hmm. PMP thing or what? Knocking on the CD sound, the first in the world. Yeah. By next week, a different color. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what's good for you, change it right away. Yeah, boy. You know what I mean? And I think that's what really your way, you guys' way of thinking as a collective is what has you guys still hot mm-hmm. to this day. Because mm-hmm. to think like that back then, and still bring it forward right now. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something. True, man. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. takes a lot of know-how, a lot, a lot of trial and error, and going through and understanding really and truly what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At that time, when you guys were in Jamaica, were you guys touring anywhere else in the world, or was strictly playing in Jamaica back to Canada? Um, we did other tours. We did. We did Miami. Yeah, man. We did, um, okay. what's the other one again? We did America. Bermuda. We did America. Okay. We did New York. Yeah, Bermuda. We, we did. do Bermuda. Mm-hmm. We do a few places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just because everybody wanted well, to Well, we're in Jamaica. We never go to England. We go to England after we leave Jamaica. But we've never been to England. But we've been 
in the Caribbean. We've been to we, we went to America. Yeah, yeah. most of the states. Yeah, okay. yeah, mostly to the states and um, and the whole fifteen parishes yeah. in Jamaica. Okay. Yeah. 15? Yeah, it's yeah. not fourteen. Yeah. It's fifteen themselves. So yeah. if you're original Jamaican like me, you know it's fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But some people say in the history books they four say fourteen, but it's really fifteen. So which is the fifteenth? Kingston. Okay. Yeah. So when they had it as 14, which one was Kingston, Kingston, Kingston was missing? Yeah. yeah. They combined them together. Yeah. yeah. When you're real Kingston. Kingston in Ascent. Yeah, yeah, with us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Our place. So. And that was your base. <laughs> Kingston was the base. <laughs> yeah, actually, the sound based. The sound based in Old Arbor, the system. But I mean, we were running out of Kingston. Yeah. But the system itself was in Old Arbor because Rinding had his own base in Old Arbor. Okay. Yeah, with the system, that was where the system was, mm-hmm. was um, you know, stored, and that's where he does all the magic, yeah. magic things and bring out the cassette, them, yeah. the colored cassette, them, you know. Okay. Yeah, man. Rinding mm-hmm. changed the whole, I can't tell you more, the whole concept of mixes and mix yeah. um, tapes in Jamaica. Him come change it. Mm-hmm. Cassette Ninja bring him and him see him. The man come with a paper and the man wonder what this. I've never seen a son come mix a CD, a, yeah. a, a cassette. Because yeah. them time they're not a CD yet. You're right. And he come with him paper. Everything, the man, I say, what is this, man? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a real deal. Yeah, man. So how do you guys, even if you weren't really, if those times were cassette, how were you guys burning where you guys were burning your music to a CD? Where did you even find these CDs in the first place to burn to? Oh, the CDs. We used to import CDs, man. Yeah. Before them start of blank CDs in Jamaica, we used to import CDs. Yeah. So at one of the time when um we took a trip to Miami, my, my sister, mm-hmm. rest in peace, she she bought me a CD burner. At that time, a CD burner was six hundred US. Listen. At time, you at know. that time, yeah. So when I bring that back to Jamaica now, you know, mm-hmm. we had access to burn CDs. Got you. So I started a little business myself and started burning CDs for people in Jamaica, you know? Okay. Because I remember even when the mixed CDs used to, this was after the cassettes and everything, the mixed CDs, you guys were one of the sounds when people say, do you have the latest mixed CD? It was a nitro they were talking about. Mm. Yo, you have that new nitro? You have the new nitro? Everybody wanted a new nitro because it had all the new songs on it. Mm. You know what I mean? It was crazy at those times. Mm-hmm. I remember some of the series were blue, some yeah, were blue, blue red. red. Blue yeah. was I have rock, yeah, rock steady. Blue yeah. was R&B. Green yeah. was rock, was rock steady. Okay. Was reggae. Yeah. yeah. And red was just dance. Red was dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. we used to do the cassettes, we had the white cassette. Cassette. We, we dropped the colored cassette in Jamaica because everybody know TDK yeah. cassette and yeah. Memorex uh-huh. and all that. Mm-hmm. And we come drop a thing called colored cassette. Yeah, you have blue, red, yellow, yeah. orange, and everyone was a different mix, you know. Yeah. So it's from them time that we had the gospel, mm-hmm. gospel, you know, okay. our gospel cassette. Yeah. Nitro had every child yeah. have music for <laughs> okay. cassette. You know. I would love to get a nitro cassette. I've never seen one. Uh, the only, only place CD, yeah. that me go and see, it was a shame that ringing. The founder don't have one in his <laughs> yeah. position. The last place I saw one yeah. was Mighty Crown show me that in Japan. Hmm? But yeah. take me to his office yeah. and go so with a key and open a drawer. Yeah. I'm missing Nitro collection on me. I say, yo, brother, 
Yeah. And I said, no, 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 no. I can't give it to you. <laughs> what? You know what these are? Yeah. Yeah, man. And then some see colored ca- all of the colored cassette them seeing we yeah. in a Japan. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't even know you guys went to Japan to go play too. Yeah, well, I went to Japan when I was um, on the road with Davil. Yes. So that's a different, just different you thing. A, that, you got a yeah. crazy history when it comes to artists. Yeah. Who was Nitro's artist back then? Who were you guys working with as in this is in our camp? Um, we're working with um, Lexus. Yeah. Lexus with our first that. artist when we drop at Jamaica before him get yeah. the album deal. Okay. Was Lexus before him having first hit song. Okay, we are play Lexus yeah. before he even reach Jamaica. We are play Lexus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, yeah. So we had Lexus and like probably four dubbed, mm-hmm. and one of them, one of them, caught my ears. Yeah, the one when do over the bus time. Yeah. You are the DJ, you know. We are super flying. We are super flying. We are super flying. Everywhere we go in Jamaica, we play. We play. We play. We play it like. Just keep playing it. It was the anthem, man. Okay. You know? And this was before he really Before him bust. even bust. We and Lexus yeah. used to drive up and down in the, in the van back in a taxi before him bust. Everything. Let me hear you. When we went to Jamaica and I went to Arrow Studio, mm-hmm. Bella Chin, rest in peace. I said to Bella Chin, Bella, the artist when you Lexus, you know him? Mm-hmm. At the time, one little brother lie down on the ground in the corner, that's all. Yeah. I don't know him because, you know, foreign son come in, we have money for yeah. spend. So, the man up and wrong, we come in. We don't know who Lexus is, you know, we yeah. don't know him vice. Okay. We never met the man, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, me, I said, you know, the artist with him, Lexus, you know, I say, hey, mm-hmm. what about him? I said, brother, I the maddest thing, you can't find him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the man said, see, no up and wrong, listen, I said, can me believe that it's Lexus, brother? I want big artist. We never even know that the man no boss yet, you know. Because you heard the song and you like the song, you like the music. As mm-hmm. Rinding tell you, man, every party that play, you know, mm-hmm. we are super fly, you know, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From Arrow, so then it was Arrow's where the connection came from. You guys went to go cut dubs or to actually look for 45s? What was it, the uh, connection there for? Mm-hmm. Arrow's are those dubs. Yeah. Arrow's are yeah. dub factory, yeah, with my road. Yeah. 45, you know, I figured um, some record shop or something. But when you go Arrow's, yeah. someone when you see there cutting dubs. Yeah. It's a business place. I've done played business. Yeah, man. I went to Arrows one time. This was probably 95. Arrows had a bottom studio, and you go up some stairs yeah, to man. like the second or third stairs. floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That was another studio up there, mm-hmm. but that seemed like that was more the private studio upstairs. It changed after, all right? Okay. And then they don't play the studio. They have, well, that place used to be so packed. That's them have two studios around one time. Mm-hmm. You have Litter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you have Bellachin before Litter move and get his own studio further up the road. So. At the time, mm-hmm. you know, it was Bella Chin and Litter on Arrows. Yeah. And after that, our next brother come named Nose. Okay. The monks beat him and now he used to run Arrows. So, yeah. Okay. Whatever happened to Arrows? Well, Mr. Linton was um, was killed, you know. I don't know if you remember. That I didn't know. Yeah, man. He was yeah. murdered, man. They, you know, they, sh- they shot him and thing and kill him. And then Miss Rose was yeah. running it after a while with Mr. Linton's son. Got you. They were the first people who signed acting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we can hang your history, history, history. We're not done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funny thing with it, since you're talking about I Octane, the first place I've ever seen or heard of I Octane is with you. Mm-hmm. I've seen you and I Octane. I forgot where, was that up here or somewhere? That was the first place. His locks were short. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's about. 
Short, short, short. That's about that's Very about. first place nice scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then after Lexus, who else did you guys bring into the camp as artists? As artists. Mm-hmm. Um there was some old other artists still. Yeah. Um there was old um Nimran. And there was Well yes, bringing the camp having amongst us are who we start play a lot of. Having amongst you to say, because remember, you guys went from just sound to production. So then how did that even happen? When we in Jamaica, we wasn't producing. You know, we were just doing sound. You mm-hmm. weren't producing when you were in Jamaica? No. No. We do. Jamaica, we were doing the sound. They were doing producing here. Okay. And they were, up, they were just mostly working with local artists okay. here. You know? So why wouldn't you think that, okay, I'm in Jamaica. I could do production out here also. At the time? Yeah. At the time, whenever I pre-production, you know, we just want to bust the sound, yeah. you know. We wanted to put Nitro on the international scale. Yeah. Because we wanted to get some date overseas. And at that time, no songs in Canada was recognized no, to, no, to be hired to play no. anywhere. Yeah. No song yeah. at all. If you see a song come from Jamaica, come play in Bridging, we come from up here in the area, keep a dance Christmas, mm-hmm. and stream down a yard, and yeah. put him on the flyer. And never buy no ticket, nothing like that. They weren't hiring no songs from here to go play in the States. Yeah. Much of what they're still doing today, still. Yeah. You know, so Nitro was one of the first songs who went down there, make it on the international scene, and people start hiring us to go play outside right. of the country because that's what you had to do then. If you're an artist and you were here and you're talented, you would have to go to Jamaica. Okay. Just the same way how Escaliva went to Jamaica. Uh-huh. He wanted to get the international exposure yeah. so he could be known worldwide. Because if you were in Canada, mm-hmm. it wasn't happening. It's not like in the time of Drake now. Yeah. You understand. Yeah, you get it, right? Yeah. That made everybody, mm-hmm. it opened up the door for everybody. Mm-hmm. Drake allowed Canada to be cool. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It allowed us to have legitimate sounds, legitimate mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. legitimate everything. Mm-hmm. And you guys came in before that, mm-hmm. and you guys are here during that. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. So then how did you get into production then? Oh, for me, you know, it was just another level for me. Yeah. Something else that I wanted to do other than just doing, playing music. Yeah. And now, were you still on Nitro at that time? Yes, man. Never there? left Nitro. Yeah. It was still here. Yeah. Rinding, Simone, and the others at the time, they were running it here, but still close. Yeah. Anything, communication still there, new songs sending from there up, but I was mostly focusing on producing now, yeah. production, because my dream was for in the Grammy artist and then go up on the stage and give a speech. Okay. Right, still yeah. dream, still there. So yeah. that was what my, my next thing was to either go into radio. Yeah. And I was a little into radio with Jerry D. Okay. Because I was at, I was at um, Radio 2 with Jerry D. Yeah. It's a part of MFM, part of Ajara. So I was there with Jerry D a little bit. Didn't get on the radio. Yeah. But after that, I said, you know, it's producing that I really wanted to do. Yeah. So that is why, um, you know, I, I went and did that. Separate and apart from Nitro because the studio wasn't called Nitro, it was called Reelings because it was me and another brother from Miami, DJ Fashion. But yeah. it was still always under. Okay. Nitro is always a part of everything. It makes sense because, as you says, DJ Fashion, I remember when you guys first started to do the anniversary up here. Mm-hmm. It was always DJ Fashion, Lexus, mm-hmm. Nitro Entertainment, and real links. Mm. That was always the four mm. in the pack to get the anniversary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, because I always wondered why DJ Fashion. 
Yeah, man, because yeah, DJ Fashion was part of Relinx. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay, and who were some of the artists that you work with as a producer? Uh, Busy Signal, Beanie uh -huh. Man, Cableton, Sizzler, yeah. um, Natural Black, yeah. um, Turbulence, um, oh my God, Luciano. Yeah. Um, what people? Plus, a bag of young artists, so we have a call so near you know. So. Okay. Yeah, it was a, quite a bit of people, you know. A lot of loot, loot and fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about people, man? Yeah. What about people? And I guess people? from those times where you were able to play an instrument, that's why production was obviously the next step for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always and still is. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do some producing some way, somehow. Even for even, because we're going to one song and I'm going record it one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's agreeing with that one there. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man yeah okay so then let's get to this anniversary you guys got your big anniversary coming up the end of this month here did you guys start keeping the anniversary dance in Jamaica or when you came back here you guys started to keep it up here when we came back here yeah first what was the first like anniversary 2006 2006 yeah and what number was that there that we didn't we didn't number it. Yeah. We didn't number it. We didn't start number it until probably about two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. Then we mm -hmm. start number it. Yeah. But we didn't really start number it. We just call it Nitro Anniversary. Okay. And <clears throat> that was the first one was with Lexus. Mm. Right? Yeah. And we didn't really get too much people but we never stopped. And yeah, that was no, the, the night you know? before, the weekend before our um anniversary. Excuse me. Um, Fox, that mm -hmm. used to be around now, super fresh. Mm -hmm. He um, died that weekend, so yeah. nobody came out. Yeah. You yeah. know, back in the days and time, something happened the next week. Nobody now gone away. A week? <laughs> a week? <laughs> Sometimes it's a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nobody's going away. And that's really why I even brought that up, because I know personally, the anniversary started off slow. Yeah. A lot of people see where it is today and they think, oh, you just picked it up. Nitro's mm -hmm. this big song. They didn't wow. see how you had to work step by step by step. Years. 10 people, 50 people, 75. Holy power. Back down to 20. <laughs> and up. Holy power and stress muscle. Because we came back from Jamaica 2003, put back the song 2005 on the road. Right. Okay. So you guys were quiet for about two years. I think it was actually before 2006 we did the anniversary. We did the anniversary about 2002. I was still back and forth in Jamaica when we did that anniversary. Mm -hmm. The one with Lexus, yeah. We came back 2003 mm -hmm. and we started back Nitro in Canada 2005. Why did you guys take a break? Um, things happened. Management, you know, certain okay. things happened with management and we had to make a move. Okay. Come back here. And, you know, because, you know, things things and time, something happen in life. So okay. that's what happened. But I remember I came back and got a job and I was working for about a year and a half. And then I decided I want to leave the job. Yeah. And the people paid me $17,365. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, ring ding, we're going to do the anniversary, you know. Yeah. And he said, yeah, man. 
And boy, I take that seventeen thousand dollar. How much me did say? And the sixty-five cents. Three hundred and sixty. Right. <laughs> and I put it in a nitro anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, come, brother. Mmm. Mmm. The promise me, big brother, we did go and say. All right, when the anniversary over, I'm going to buy a pickup truck and I'm going to sell vegetables to the um, hotel in Kingston and I'm going to wait for me. And let me tell you, you see, you know what it is, muscle, you have Cialis, Viagra, yeah. horse <laughs> pill, cow pill. All I pill them with them have wake and rise nature. If me take 10 back, it wouldn't help me. Three months, yeah. no nature. <laughs> Lose all of my money. Yeah. So when people see the glory now and don't know the story, yeah. They wouldn't understand what we go through, brother. Yeah, a lot. It didn't take. It didn't. It, it just. It didn't just happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even understand. Trust me. Because to take up seventeen thousand dollars at that time. Huh. All right. At that time, let's fast forward to twenty eighteen to pick up seventeen thousand dollars right now to keep something, and then it all blows up. You know what kind of lick that is, boss. Well, so let me tell you, man. It's a and kick and a thump that. Man. And what made you continue to do it again? Yeah, ring ding tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never give up. Yeah. Never give up. Yeah. Just keep doing it and do it, do it. Man. And how was the second one then that you kept after that? It took us a couple of years well enough. Yeah. Maybe about three, four years before, you know, we start getting some support. Yeah. And the event start growing mm-hmm. and growing and growing to where mm-hmm. it is now. Yeah. Well, it took us a couple of years. We did a couple well before it got to here because it was just us. It was just Rinding and Mr. Lee and all of us that was coming together to, to do the event at the time. We mm. didn't have anybody backing us. Like, you know, somebody can say she wanted and it was just us. Yeah. Whatever you could put together is Whatever what you're Whatever we get. put together, we put together and made the most of it. And, you know, so, yeah. And were you getting the support of the other Canadian songs at that time there? <laughs> well, you call support. Support, <laughs> you know what I mean? Support. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is challenging. Yeah. When we come back from Jamaica, all the songs <laughs> cast we out. Yeah. Okay. We will go into party, and as soon as we go into party, selectors will start change and get a different vibe. <laughs> uh, we run here, someone dip up by themselves back here, and a beer road used to chop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and I said to Rini, we're not going to play one song until we get a studio. Got you. So when we get to 175 Toy Arc, the first CD Rini make called Cupid. Yeah. Yes, man, the Cupid CD. Where you could play the Illy. Cupid <laughs> CD. So it was CD that was the first CD. Yeah. We did a bunch of CD before we took a booking. Mm-hmm. And from there, it was us history right back till now. Yeah. From 1998, get involved with? When did you really come into the fold of Nitro? I don't remember what year it was, but I just remember that Jeff was in Jamaica doing studio stuff. Okay. And C-Money 
kind of take a step back from yeah. the sound and everything. Okay. And I said to him, Jeff, you know what? I'll do the promotion for Nitro. Didn't know what I was doing, but decided yeah. that I'm going to do it. Okay. So I started going to parties, giving out CDs, giving out flyers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's when I got into being, well, promoting for Nitro yeah. or helping out Nitro or doing stuff for my team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was when. I don't remember what year it was, though. Yeah. But that's where everything started to, that's where you came in the fold mm -hmm. of Nitro. And everything started to move. This was before, because I told you, I think, one time ago, I don't remember you from back then. You know what I mean? I remember Jeff. I remember Ring, but I do not remember you from back then. Because my name was Cheryl, not Hillary back yeah. then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was Cheryl. Yeah. So a lot of people back then knew me as Cheryl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then after, people started calling me Hilly, which yeah. is my real name. Okay. Yeah. So it's usually the other way around. It's like, oh, Cheryl would be the pet name. Everybody calls you that. But then I guess you left that alone and then you came to, it's now Hilly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My well, real government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, all this time, I thought Hilly was a pet name. I didn't no, know that no, was Hillary. Real. Hillary is my real name, but yeah. people call me Hilly. Well, yeah. the first person that called me Hilly was Gaga. Yeah. He was part of Nitro team mm -hmm. as well. Call me Hilly. Yeah. And then everybody just started calling me Hilly and then... After being known in dancehall, then people started calling me Lady Hilly. Yeah. So some people say Hilly, some people say Lady Hilly, some people say New Hilly. Yeah. Yeah. You answer to all of them. Everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you see, you're all part of this conglomerate called Nitro. You know what I mean? Because even if we say, let's look at this year here, okay? 2018. From the year started, you guys are about to hit your last event for the year, which is the anniversary. Uh-huh. But right before the anniversary, you had your birthday party. You know what I mean? Seductive. You know what I mean? How long have you been doing that for now? Fourth year this year. This was the fourth? Yeah. I don't know why I thought this was like the second or mm -hmm. the third. And the first one was big also? The first one was a private party at Blue okay. Diamond. Okay. It was half of the hall. Yeah. And I remember J Logics came to me and said, hmm, you got to tear this down. There are other people that is downstairs. I'm like, no, I'm not tearing it down. Yeah. Because I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> and then before you know it... I'm on a crowd and everything. Mm -hmm. Everybody got busy. Jeff, ringing everybody, start helping out, moving the partition. And yeah. before you know it, the private party become a public party. That was my, and I kept it on a Friday night. That was the first year. Yeah. And that's interesting, especially coming from the camp. I don't ever remember you guys doing Friday night parties. That's not really you guys thing. It's yeah, more of a Because you see, it was a, a private party. Yeah. Because I'm saying to um, to Cheryl, you know what? You should have a party for yourself, long because you're getting known. Yeah. Oh, me, I'm not party. Most about forget. I'm gonna lose my money. I said, I said, do the party. Yeah. Well, when I use the whole side because you're mad, people yeah. not coming in tomorrow. They must party flop. We use half side. Yeah. I say all right. <laughs> But by about 12.31, we have to tear down the partition, you know. So now she feels nice after. Yeah. So we decide, say, okay, it's not no longer a private party. Yeah. Because that year, because we can clarify some things now that we're here, because we don't really speak about these things. Okay. As you know, we allow people to talk just yeah. because their mouth are there. So yeah. that year when we did it the first time, Bill Cosby, okay. who is here now, yeah. he kept his birthday party the Saturday night. Got you. So that's why we went the Friday. So the following year, after the party just went like a hit record, mm -hmm. I called Cos Cosby. I pick up my phone and I said, Billy, mm -hmm. 
you had your party back next year? And he said, no. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'm going to go. I said, I'm going to do a hilly party on the Saturday night. Then because mm-hmm. obviously this party just grow from a Friday to a Saturday. Yeah, one time. And I must say, family, where I say, man, everything good, man. I think he was even on that party. I booked him on that party. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what happened that year. And then the third year, Cosby decided to do back his party. Got you. But he just did not communicate with me. He didn't call me the same way how I called him mm-hmm. and say, you know, say, Jeff, you know me, I do back my party on the Saturday night. I just saw the flyer start advertising like from me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but yeah. Billy could have said something because if he had called me at that time, we probably would have just worked something out because we get along pretty well. We had yeah. no issues. But that didn't happen. And then he just did that. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So then we just continue doing our party. So that is how you see you're having the same party on the same date, even though it's two different kind of events yeah. in any way. But just to clarify that little thing, sometimes people don't understand when they see what things happen. happen. Yeah, right. But so, I, so it was that. But then again, it's, you know, it's, it's Lady Hilly. So. Yeah. 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 But I remember even talking about that, the birthday up to, was it this year when you guys did the, what dance did you guys do where there was a lot of, and chattings around the party. Yeah. Black and white. Black, black and white. white. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. long you guys been doing black and white now? It, um, this year was our 10th year anniversary. 10th year. Yeah, same date for 10 years. So then clearly within 10 years, that means you did it 10 times. It's established. Yeah. All right. So where did the whole mix up and everything come in to play? Again, as you know, we don't get too much into the negatives. Um, mm-hmm. I just had to put it out there to let people know that this party's been happening. Because okay. you have people, party goers don't watch the date. Yeah. They just know that it's around this time. They're not watching who else. They just know, okay, we're going to that place. In October, it's this. Right, October, November. we're going to go to Seductive. March is black and white. Yeah. So, you know, other people are saying there was another event that was going on the same time, the mm-hmm. same date. And the promoters there were saying that we went on their date. Got you. I just had to clarify. So what I did, I put the past four flyers out Mm -hmm. to show them that it's the third Saturday in March. It doesn't matter what date it falls on. And long as it's the third Saturday, Mm -hmm. it's black and white ball. Got you. And everybody was convinced and realized that, you know, it was not anything like that. Mm -hmm. They had their party. We had our party. Everybody's still good. And we there. I live CMVS. Just Canada. You know how many people Mm -hmm. there is? You know what I mean? But you seem to be the firecracker sometime. I don't know why people seem to want to pick on you or just because you're out there, you just fire back. What's what's the issue with you and them sometimes? No issue. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, because none of these people I have an issue with. They were my friends and mm-hmm. just the party, just my party. Well, actually, the seductive party, that's the problem. Yeah. Because... Obviously, my seductive party should have been in a small banquet hall. Mm -hmm. And then I picked, well, Jeff and I, well, Jeff, because I don't want to spend my money. (laughs) I don't want to spend my money. And Jeff said, okay, we're going to Empire Banquet Hall. So the moment I had my second seductive party in Empire Banquet Hall, that's when everybody's true color started showing. And then this person's going to keep part at Empire. That person's going to keep part at Empire. And then it just keep going downhill. Yeah. Don't ill. But to say me and them have an issue, me and nobody has an issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, before, back then, I used to open my mouth and answer them. But I realized sometimes it's best to be mute. Let yeah. them wonder what you're thinking. Yeah. And just keep working in silence and connecting to your goals. Yeah. Which may, it makes sense, you know, I mean, produce the results after the yes. fact. 
because I never understood what all the fighting, the bickering, and all of this was about. There's 52 weekends in a year. There's thousands of people in Canada, in Toronto. So I don't understand why people want to throw rocks at the family. You know what I mean? But I guess when the family's up here, you're the one that everybody sees, so then they'll throw the rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just that way with anything you do. Mm-hmm. You know, once you, I mean, we're up there with, with, with it's, uh, hard work, took a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And we were never the kind of, Rinding is here, I'm here. We'll never one day try to brag about it or say that we're better than anybody or we're number one. We'll ne- we never ever take the title of saying we're the number one songs. Yeah, I remember that. Never ever. When Lad will do that, they never hear we did it once. I remember. And I, I still don't say I'm number one, but I'll say that I'm one of the top. Yeah. Because you have to put me up there, but I'm not saying that I'm the best yeah. or I'm number one. We just concentrate on what we do and try to do what we do best. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to have. And then again, you have to have those people because they're the one who motivate mm-hmm. and push you to do, push you further and push you to do bigger things. I agree. Like watch 100. come 2019, them no see yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mm. so let's talk about the events that you have under your belt. When you started the top of the year, mm. give me the order of the events for the year. Black and white ball. Okay. Um... No, we have um, Gemini. No, classy. no, no, classy, classy. Okay, which is my birthday party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Gemini link up, which is via Black Spark yeah. birthday party. Then Doctor my party, real legend. Yeah, Doctor mm-hmm. Rinding party. Mm-hmm. Then you have the barbecue. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then seductive. Yep. And Nitro anniversary. Yeah. So if we were counting, how much is that? Seven. Uh, well, it's going to be eight. Yeah. Because we're going to have seductive the daytime part, you know. Summer edition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're getting the exclusive right here. You can look out for that 2019 mm-hmm. seductive, the daytime summer party. Yeah. Yeah. How hard is it to balance seven parties out of the year? How do you guys do that? Um, I don't see it's hard because I mean it's twelve months. Yeah. And it's seven parties. It's not yeah. like we're having a party every month. Yeah. After natural anniversary, which is in November. Yeah. The next party is in March. March, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a long break. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's a long break. Right. And you have other people who do a party like every month. Yeah. But you don't hear them talk about them that, that much. Yeah. But uh, back to your question, how to balance it? We just plan one party at a time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after this, we know, okay, this is the next one. After Seductive, we know, right? There are Nitro uh, Gospel CD and flyers and everything drop the same night as Seductive. Got you. Since right. you have a crowd, you might as well right. feed the crowd we'll that you have in front of you. let know what the next event is going to be. So yeah. it's not hard to balance. It's just, it takes good planning and a lot of errors. Yeah, of course. And, st- and, and still yeah. learning yeah. how we can, you know, can, can make it better. You know, I mean, Lady Hilly Party it was over capacity before the people got inside. Yeah. That is something that we have to work on yeah. for our next event. You know, we have better security, tool lines, whatever we need to do to, to fix that error. So we're always learning. But to balance them, That's yeah, one at a time. Did you know going into Seductive that it was going to be an issue? You felt that energy going into Seductive? 
issue in terms of? Like you just felt like, okay, I feel this energy. Like I feel a lot of people calling, the phone's oh, ringing, everybody's absolutely. talking. No, we knew. We the, knew. The issue that, that, that concerns me was if the cops or liquor board came, yeah. they're going to turn off the party because we overcrowded inside. Yeah. <laughs> but I never see overcrowded outside. Yeah. <laughs> outside. It wasn't outside. a barbecue, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It was overcapacity from outside that we yeah. now exaggerate. This yeah. is what they said. They said, there's no way the amount of people inside was going to hold in here. Outside. Oh, outside no. was going to hold inside. Yeah. And then, you know. They, 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 they push the gate down, and when the cops try to talk to them, you know, us, we just act road, and they said it's not happening. But, yeah. you know, it's one of those things we have to get. That is why I think this party, and I think this party has to move outside where we have, you know, a big move. enough place. Yeah. Can put a couple thousand people because if we're putting it into a venue indoors, we're going to have the same issue again. Yeah. And why do you think that party grew so quickly? What was it about that party in particular? Why it grew so fast? The name that Jave gave it, Seductive. Yeah. So catering for the ladies. Mm -hmm. And then Lady Hilly, bubbly, people yeah. person all over the place. Promote other people events. So when I'm in a dance, I'm in the middle doing my little stupidness. Yeah. So people get to know who I am. Okay. So based on that, with the name of the party, and we saying it's a girl's party, and... Anywhere, you know, ladies or men will follow. For sure. So based on the name of the party and with me doing my body and everything mm -hmm. combined together and the little young girls, them love Lady Hilly. Okay. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Hilly. Yes. That's saying what that, I hear. You're saying that the old ones don't. Yeah. No, I'm not saying the, the older ladies don't, but I, <laughs> Jeff, I find that I get the love. Yeah. I get the love across the board, but especially the young girls, because yeah. the, the amount of nieces I have out the road, some of them I don't even know their name, but yeah. I am Auntie Illy. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's not only nieces, even the young guys, them. Yeah. Auntie Illy. You know, it yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. Because, yes, I'm, it, some people look at it as being old, but I look at it from a respectful level. Like, they respect me. Got they you. rate me. Mm -hmm. Bottom line in the street. They rate Auntie yeah. Illy. So, guys call me Auntie Illy. Even some of them that is... Almost my age, yeah. call me Auntie Illy. Yeah. It makes me feel nice. Yeah, because you yeah. have that personality. When when you're when either you're on your Instagram or your Facebook or even you see you out, you're just that type of person. Yes. Or maybe I mean? some of these people really don't have any aunts. Yeah. You sound bad mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's not I don't think that's your problem. That's their problem. You know but that's I mean? not true. Jeff just bad mind. Yeah. And when they call him Uncle Jeff. Yeah. He feels old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he say you don't like that one there. You don't like Uncle Jeff. Uh, call me anything as long as they don't call me Kalik. I hear you. <laughs> That's, That's why you one. are who you are. You, know? <laughs> you see how quick that came up, right? Yeah. That's why Jeff is the way how he is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's talk about something that's coming up that's very unique to your <clears throat> brand right now. This is you guys are the first Canadian juggling sound in World Clash this year. All right. How did that come around? You know that come around. <laughs> I never talked to the promoter. Yeah. Um, it came about from last year. Okay. Um, they contacted me and asked me, well, they wanted us to participate in the clash. Okay. And I wasn't so much interested in that. Yeah. And then Randy, who represents the World Clash um, organization in Canada, mm -hmm. and Jill, um, they approached me and they said, um, you know, 
they want to change yeah. the whole clash concept mm-hmm. because they want to get more party people Got you. in clashes. Yeah. And that is why they are introducing 45s in clashes yeah. because they want you to also clash but party at the same time and that, this hardcore thing all, all night, all night. Yeah. So they're trying to get the party crowd into a clash. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to grow. They want to expand. So they chose us. Yeah. You know, and it's so ironic because it's 20 years of World Clash. It's 20 years of Nitro. So, I mean, Crazy. you know, Crazy. it was dead on. Yeah. So we were chosen. And I'm sure mm-hmm. if and when we win the, the trophy in Canada again, yeah. another song will get this opportunity. But it's the first time they, they're actually having a juggling sound mm-hmm. in the World Clash, juggling. Got you. They had juggling sound clashing. Got you. Right, because you have the juggling song from um, New York last year. Yeah, Platinum who, Kids. Platinum Kids, mm-hmm. who they are like the Nitro in New York. Got you. But they were clashing. We are not clashing. Yeah. We're just doing that uh, pre-party. We're going to play for maybe an hour and a half. You know, just you know, set the tone, introduce Nitro to the world, let them know Got that's you. one bad juggling song over here, and just we alone. Yeah. And next year, you know, maybe once the cup stays here, then you will have another one next year. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, because I like when I seen them put it out, I said, wow, Nitro, because mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure what you guys were going to bring to the table in that type of arena. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you said, okay, it's a pre-party. You're just playing for hour and a right. half before. It's probably going to be challenging, but we're up to the challenge yeah. because these people showing up on one clash. Yeah. And we're going to go there playing as if we are at a regular party. Are you going to So how are they going to accept us? Yeah. Well, of course, you're going to play one and two dubs. Uh, people have to know that it's really Nitro up there. Yeah. Right? But we're not playing, uh, we were told not to trouble the Clash at all. So we're not going to play any dub <laughs> trying to compete <laughs> with anybody there. We're just going to go there and do our thing. Yeah. Right? So basically, I think we're going to use this platform to introduce um, the world yeah. to how we party in Canada for probably an hour and a half. Got you. But I can tell you that we're not just going to just go there showing up to play. Yeah. You better look out for something that is very creative. And when I tell you very creative, just, you have to just be there. Yeah. Creative. Yeah. We're not just going to show up and just go play two sizzler, crazy yeah. John, all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go there and make an impression. This is us representing Canada. Yeah. The first world CD song. The first juggling sound in the world clash. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make an impression. I can't tell you that much. Guaranteed. I, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, man. Everybody in the room lit up when they said they have a surprise. Mm-hmm. So I gotta see. I'm gonna be there. What time are you guys going on? We're gonna be there about eight eight o'clock, eight thirty. I'll be there at quarter to eight. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to miss this at all. Yes, and we have to big up King Turbo, Ricky, from time to time. You know, we link each other and mystic the two Canadian songs. And we are saying, Canada, Canadians, come out, come support your songs. Because, listen, it's two years. Yeah. It's because of King Turbo why this is happening in Canada. Yeah. If it wasn't for King Turbo, Nigel wouldn't be on this for the first time. Okay. Representing worldwide. Yeah. You know how much people are going to be watching this that yeah. night? So we have to big up King Turbo, yeah. big up Mystic, and hope one of them just keep the trophy here, you know? What's your predictions for the Clash? Are you familiar with any of the songs in the World Clash? Yeah, yeah. 
What's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen? You're the doctor. So let me hear from a doctor's diagnosis. Uh, to my understanding, well, um, I think King Turbo, them, I go go on bad. Mystic, I go put up a wicked fight. Yeah. It now go easy. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know Tyrone on a personal level. Yeah. And I know Ricky on a personal level. Yeah. The two of them are going to go hard. So, you know, kind of, yeah. you know. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I tell it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The man them from out of town have to go fight hard. Yeah. Yeah, like really hard. It's a lot of wild cards in it, so it could go left or it could go right or it could stay right here. Yeah. Anything is yeah. possible in this one here. Could. They have to look out for the African. He's very talented. Yeah. I mean, everybody can have songs, but you're going to have to come to the table with something else. Yeah. Because we used to sound clash, yeah. right? The African is very talented and, you know, but I, I really think that we can hold on to it based on, on the rest of sounds. That I've, I've heard them, I've studied them, and I think that, you know, yeah. we can take it. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, it's gonna be not gonna be easy. Yeah, no, it's gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And you see, since that's your move as in nitro, the sound you guys are going into trying out world class states, see how that is. And you know, you have a reality show coming up, you're part of a cast of a reality show. How did that come around? Dance all diva. Well, I met the lady in Canada because I used to model her clothes. Okay. And after that, she interviewed me, and then it was supposed to be something with a show with me. And then she said, "Okay, why not include some other ladies?" So that's when she started. That's when she started to interview other ladies, and okay. it ended up that it was what six of us. Yeah. Okay. So originally, it started out as you alone. Yeah, I was the first cast member. That I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how is? Are you guys finished recording? You guys still recording? What's the deal with that right now? Well, we finished, but then last week, one cast member decided to quit. So, yeah. Can I get an exclusive? Well, one cast member decided to quit, so now we have a new member. Okay. Who got swapped out? Who quit and who came in? Nelly Dime. She quit last week. Okay. Yeah. And who did you guys bring in instead now? D.I., because she's moving to Canada. Well, she's here, back and forth, yeah. but she's moving to Canada. So she's coming to Toronto to Flim. That makes sense because I've seen that somewhere where they were saying, I don't know what it was, but her name came up with the show. But I said, I figured, okay, you guys did what you did already. So I didn't know how she was going to fit in. So, okay, so then that is true. She's a part of the cast. Yeah, member. she's a new cast member. So what do you guys do with everything that's been recorded from before? I assume that whatever was done before is still going to... Well, whatever is done, like flaming with everyone, because we already signed the papers and everything, she has the right to okay. show it on the show, do whatever she wants to do with it. Okay. And then after, she's just going to incorporate DI in the show. Got you. Could I ask you what the issue was, why she was swapped out? Um, I don't know what happened. I just okay. know that we were in the group and we saw the letter came in that um, she quit, yeah. basically. I didn't ask details because I never normally ask details. Yeah. Yeah, but I know she quit. It's confirmed. We have a telephone call with all of us. And yes, it's confirmed that she quit. Mm-hmm. And DI, we spoke to DI. So she's just coming into Toronto because yeah. she's li- she's going to live here in and out yeah. between Toronto and Florida I mm-hmm. was told okay so she'll be Fleming okay and what was it like 
filming this show, what was your experience like the first time actually with all the ladies in one place filming the show? It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, but it was fun. At the first time, it was hard. Okay. But then after a while, you just tell yourself that you're working mm-hmm. and you just got to make the best of the environment. Yeah. And when you say it was hard, why was it hard? What was the reason? Because some people don't get along with some people. And that I know. So then it was amazing to actually see all you guys in one place and actually say, okay, you know what? This is for a common goal. Let's get this over with. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're, you're at your job. You don't like your boss, but you still got to work, right? Yeah. So you got to always put professionalism ahead. Yeah. Just think in your head that, okay, we're going to do this. We're working. Everyone on the show, um, they're trying to build their platform. Yep. And being on the show would be a great way to build a platform sure. based on the fact that you'll be more known to people. Because I'm on the street walking. Oh, you're on that reality show, are you Lady Hilly? Yeah. Oh, you're the one that told... You know what I mean? See so, the clips? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess everyone know what the show can do for them. Okay. And that's why we're doing it. Okay. And what are you trying to really get out of the show? My my brand? Yeah. Which is um my body sculpture, body sculpture by Lady Illy. Okay. Which is my waist trainer okay. and my sweat belts. Got you. Yeah. So basically with the show combined with that, it will give me a more wider exposure so people know me more. Okay. And is there any did they say when they plan on releasing it? What's the deal with that right there? And where will we see it? What's going on with it? It was support well, she's shopping for the show now. Mm-hmm. Right. But then the cast member Decided that she quit. Yeah. So we're kind of a few step back. Okay. But hopefully it's bigger and better. Got you. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be good because everybody in the street's mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. it right now. When Lady Haley told you she was approached to do this show, how did you feel about it? Uh, become a big star quick and get enough money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you need back your seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, seventeen thousand six hundred and thirty-five cents. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, I told her it was a great opportunity for you know for her to get exposed, and um, she she loved that kind of thing. You know? Yeah, you know, really, really love the spotlight yeah. and mm-hmm. the attraction mm-hmm. and that thing. So it was a good opportunity for her. So she had to just um, focus mm-hmm. on the goal and just you know make it happen from there. What do you yeah, think is the downside with actually? being on a show like that? Been talked about a lot. Okay. Negative comment. Okay. Positive comment. You just have to make sure that your skin tick. Yeah. And the naysayers, some are going to say you're not going to make it. Some are going to say who are their favorite. Or some are going to say, they're going to say everything about you, good and bad. Mm-hmm. You just got to know that you're looking at the prize. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Yeah. I got you. No, man. It's amazing that that's even happening, a reality show from Toronto. Because I remember, time. yeah, the only other one, dance hall wise, was Teacher's Pet mm-hmm. back in the day with Vibes Cartel. And that was interesting. Everybody would run home, yes. I guess, a Thursday or whenever it was, mm-hmm. to go watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now we have something, especially coming from Toronto. Because if you tried this back then, it would not have worked. No. Mm-hmm. Pre Drake and all that, but now we're hot right now. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm going up on the road. I watch you, man. Trust <laughs> me. So what's what's next for Nitro? Where could we see Nitro go? We see you guys have the seven top dances. You enter the world class stage, but just tipping your toe in. Lady Hilly, she's on the show. Where's next? Where's Nitro growing with this brand? Boy, the sky is the limit. Yeah. 
I'm sure next year we have some other things that we incorporating another brand. Mm-hmm. We are also still um, having Nitro Records because um, it's no longer Relinks anymore. It's called Nitro Records now. Okay. Uh, because again, me and um, DJ Fashion Pathways, so okay. Relinks is gone. So Nitro Records, okay. we're still gonna continue our um, production. So maybe um, sometime next year, I'm hoping to find a place and um, we start back our studio again. Okay. Um, look out for some bigger and better events. Yeah. We have um, what's called BFF, that's Brampton Family Fest. Okay. That's coming. It's a, just a family fest for the city of Brampton. Okay. So you can look out for that one um, next year. We're going to be doing that also. And, um, you know, it's bigger and better things. And mm-hmm. I'm sure... Dr. Renee will tell you, I'm sure he's, he's bringing back the autopsy mixes next year. You could, he can talk about it. Well, what's your plan, Doc? I'm going to bring back some mixed CDs, you know? Yeah. People are going to ask for it, so. I'm going to bring back some mixed CDs and do some more because them said them kind of, the promotional mix them. Yeah. Them love them, but them need something without the talking, just yeah. straight music. Okay. So. And now you have a platform to really distribute worldwide which is the sound clouds the mix clouds and yeah, all these things. yeah so then now instead of having to print whatever amount of cds right. you actually from you put it online it just goes mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean and that's a good thing with now so then you can put them out weekly if you wanted to yeah yeah, man. yeah. look out for the youtube channel and we're gonna be doing okay. some kind of live show next year Okay. Um, you know, with um, Rinding probably playing music live and the world can see all these things. We have a lot of things in the making. Yeah. You know, we're just putting this year under our belt and next year, trust me. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as God give us life, yeah, we're going to be doing some great things next yeah. year. I like the fact that you guys take it as a business because a lot of people don't really take it as a business. It's a hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you it guys upsets me at a time because yeah. it irritates me because I really take it as a business. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a hustle. So when people say we keep too much parties, then tell the club man to close his doors. Yeah. And don't open every weekend. Yeah. I don't go to work. Right. And you don't go to work. Yeah. Just go every Friday. You know, <laughs> it's a business we're doing. So when you're going to sit there and say you're doing too much events, I wish I had 15 more events. And as long as the people keep on supporting, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to listen to three or four people telling me because mm-hmm. that's what they're there for, you know. So we don't we don't watch those things. We just keep our eyes yeah. on the goal and if they think right. they're mad yet, yeah. wait until next year. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Before I get you guys out of here, this is a round I call the rapid facts. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just gonna spit out some quick questions mm-hmm. and we're gonna go around the table. Which way should we start with the lady first or the doctor first? Ladies the first. Because ladies first. man said if the if the rubber come for rub the house, yeah. tell the lady go check your door, call yeah. ladies first. So <laughs> ladies first. No? All right. All right. So Miss Hilly, let me ask you. What's the wallpaper on your phone right now? A picture of mine. Okay. A picture of yourself. Uh-huh. All right. Jeff? Same question? Yeah. Same question right around the table. I think it's me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, you guys like yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to do that. Yeah. Doc? A picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm the only one slacking here because I still got the normal wallpaper on my phone. <laughs> Clearly, you guys like yourself, but that's all good. Okay, what was the last thing you Googled? The Dancehall Diva show. 
Okay. Burning Spear in Kenya. Okay. Mm. You're a fan of Burning Spear. Yeah, man. Big. Yeah. Big, big, big. Mm. Doc? And Google some winter tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're smart because you know that's right yeah, around the corner Google right some now, winter right? Tire. Yeah, no, it's serious out there right now. Okay. You prefer fast food or home cooking? <sighs> fast food. Oh. <laughs> Quick and fast. Yeah. Yeah, fast yeah, food. Home, homemade, homemade. All right, cool. I can live with that. Homemade, you know. Yeah. I'm for homemade. I was just, you know. Emphasizing on the fast, fast, fast. <laughs> Definitely hold me. I don't know nothing fast. Uh, all right. So then this is going to clear all of that up. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? Which one do you prefer? Cooker. You're a cooker. Mm-hmm. All right. I love to clean, but yeah. I love to cook porridge. Okay. <laughs> porridge is your thing. That's it. Yeah. I'm a cook. You're Definitely a cook. cook. Yeah. All right. Do you prefer dancehall or lover's rock and why? Dancehall because I love to jiggle up my body. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Jeff? I have to choose one? Yep. Dancehall or lover's rock and why? Why? Tough. I love lover's rock because, again, earlier I tell you I'm a one-drop person. I yeah. love one-drop music. <laughs> and uh, it's just because uh, those music does have more stability, you know? Yeah. It, 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 it stays more, you know? With, with, Has with, a longer shelf life. That. Yeah, man. I mean, that. a longer life. I grew up on Love Hazard still. Yeah. Reggae, you know? That's mm. your thing. Yeah, man. Okay. Who was the last person you called or text? My daughter. Okay. Master? Ring ding. Doc? Who oh, my text? I think a Kirkai. Kirkai, the last person my text one true vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last place you've been on vacation? Jamaica. Okay. Is that really a vacation? Yes, it was. Okay, fair enough. Because uh-huh. a lot of people say Jamaica, but they're going home to uh-uh. see friends and family. Uh-uh. Okay, vacation. Uh-uh. Master? I think Jamaica, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me Jamaica too ringy. Yeah, man. Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't travel outside of Jamaica? Yes. Yeah, nah. you asked me last place, you know. If uh-huh. you ask me most of the places where I've been, is a totally different story. Okay. I got one for you then. We're gonna, I'm going to interject a quick question. If you could go on one vacation outside of Jamaica, where's your dream vacation? I want a place named Jeff with a big fish tank. Bermuda. Oh, uh, Atlantis? Yes, that's Bahamas. where I want to go. Yeah. Mm, got you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. Master? Africa. Very good. Mm-hmm. Paris. Paris. Always Very good Paris. too. Mm. Okay. All right. So, Kyle. A lot of people, the first thing they always say is Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. We've all been to Jamaica. Africa, Africa. You know what I mean? Let's see what's going on outside of Jamaica. Okay? What would your hobby be if... No, you know what? Better yet, what is your hobby? We that's a Jeff dancing. Stay up on your phone. I didn't hear the answer come out of your... I heard it come out of his mouth. Uh, yeah. Always on my phone. Okay. Master? My hobby? Yeah. Um, no? Yeah. Oh, man, Listen to Clash. Um, <laughs> I will say play dominoes when okay. I get a chance to. Yeah, that's yeah. your thing. Yeah. Duck? Video games. I know. Get that that you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite and stuff like that, or are you more like the old school games? I'm more like basketball or. 
um, Call of Duty. Yeah, that's your thing. Yeah, anything, any sports games too, basically, but basketball favorite. Okay. <clears throat> what song's playing in your car right now? I don't remember. What song? Did, well, I drove with Jeff. Yeah. And he was talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no song playing. Do you remember a song playing, Jeff? Yeah, the latest C that's playing in my car right now is the um, gospel mix for this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20th anniversary. Perfect. Ringing? Yeah. I think that listen specs are playing ding dong. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. What do you prefer? Oxtail or curry goat? Lobster, but oxtail. Oxtail, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's chest is high out here, but we'll leave that for another time. Master? Uh, Chicken. Yeah, he never asked both the one. Mm -hmm. Oxtail or curry goat? If if I have to choose between the two, I would probably go the oxtail. Yeah. I don't really like meat, but I would probably go the oxtail. I don't know, yeah. All right, Doctor? Axtell. Axtell. Mm. Okay. This one stumps a lot of people a lot of time. I don't know why, though. What's your favorite song of all times? Mm-hmm. When Bogle song. Bogle, da, 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 that redeem. I yeah. still love those songs. Those are your songs. Yeah. All right. Master? Uh, it just stumped me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm in music with so much music. How uh-huh. can you choose one? There has to be one song in particular that just sticks out. It doesn't matter where you are or what's going on. This song in particular. Well, I don't know. That one is hard, muscle. Yeah. Um, um, I want to know them song they do it, but... Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, my favorite song. Mm. Okay, I'll say for you. Who sings that one? Um, Katie Lattimore or something like that. Okay, so again, you're back to your souls. You like your souls and stuff Mm. like that. Mm -hmm. Doc? Maybe Sanchez too. Yeah. Probably. Something like Old Friends Are Lady in Red. One, one yeah, big, one big, big, ones. big songs. You know what you're talking about. One word you say too much. Huh. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's a word, but I just say hmm. Word or phrase or sound. Mm, or, just, mm. That's you. Just mm. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets people really upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I'm agreeing or disagreeing, I go, mm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything, though. That's just a, I don't know if you're agreeing or disagreeing. You're just. Mm, but when I'm yeah. a friend, say, I sound like hypocrite when I say, mm. <laughs> And then it reached a point where even Jeff started saying, mm, when mm, um, <laughs> mixed with, mm. Yeah. Everything <laughs> mixed up. Mm. Okay, master, one word, phrase, or sound that you say too much. Um... You understand? Yeah. Mm. That's you. <laughs> Doc? Crush, crush that. Yeah. No. Crush that new. I always said, dude. Yeah. Yo, dude. That's yeah. your word. Yeah. Dude. My thing is guy. Everything is guy. Guy, 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 guy. 
<laughs> All right. Are you a early bird or late owl? Late owl. Late owl. Mm-hmm. Master. In caps. Hmm? Um. <laughs> early bird. Yeah. Yeah. That's your duck. Yeah. Uh, well, that would be more a bit early. I'm always up early. Yeah. I do music. Yeah. yeah. That's you. Okay. This is the last one here now. I'm feeling a umbo. Last one. When it comes to social media, which is your favorite platform and why? Instagram. Because they don't block you as much as Facebook does. Because right now, Facebook blocked me yeah. until 12.30 midnight tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you're in Facebook jail. Yes. What happened? Why did you go into Facebook jail? Because sometimes when I'm helping to promote the events, then I just go in all the groups yeah. and just shut them out. Got so it. they said I'm not allowed. Yeah. I'm, I'm not fully blocked. Yeah. I'm partially blocked, they said. Okay. So I'm not allowed to post in any groups yeah. until after midnight tonight. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been on detention? From last night. From last? Yeah. Sure. That, that's a, they were just giving you a little warning. Yeah, but it still affect me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> work mode. <laughs> I hear you. Master? I like Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of find it's a little bit more effective to yeah. get to people within on a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. They get more response on my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, than, than anything else. I, I still not on Snap yet, but okay. Instagram, I, I like Instagram. It works for me. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. Doc? WhatsApp. Everybody find me on WhatsApp. Yeah. So I always have on WhatsApp. You know that's not really a social media platform, though, right? Mm. <laughs> well, it's now because they have video and status and all of them something. There, so yeah. You can classify it now as a social media network. Yeah. Yeah, they have your status where you can put up a picture and stuff now. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that you're not more into social media, you being super technical. You know what I mean? I thought you would really love any platform that you could get your hand on. No, I'm just like, when it clicked to me, as somebody messaged me, I always depend. Yeah, I always right. depend on WhatsApp, but I always depend on IG. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're done with the rapid facts. Now, this is you guys' turn to leave the listeners with anything you <coughs> want right now. You know what I mean? The floor is yours. Right now, Hilly, you go first, then we'll talk to Jeff, then we'll get to ringing. Look out for Seductive, the summer edition. Okay. Anybody that has their ticket from Seductive, my birthday party, which was yeah. October 20th. Hold on to the tickets, and you'll be able to use it at the summer edition. Lady Illy, seductive, and the don't know so the ladies are going to roll out, and the man they're going to come. So hold on to the tickets. Seductive 2019, coming to you at a venue near you. Perfect. Master. Yeah, man, we just want to let everybody know so we appreciate love, the support over the years for supporting Nitro and the whole Nitro family, past and future members. Mm-hmm. Fireblocks Richie. Dr. Rinding, myself, St. Jeff the Master, we just appreciate everybody. Make sure you get your gospel CD for the anniversary. This year, we're bringing Mr. Tony Mataran for the anniversary. It's going to be a classic Tony Mataran. Mm-hmm. It's not cost no bad word and go on bad because, you know, the nature part is very formal. So, right. So, let's look out for that. And again, we want to come and support the World Clash yeah. with us for the first time. We're going to do this thing. Having a pre-party before the clash, just come out and support it. And we just want to thank you, Two-Line, for having us here. Again, you know, say a family, and we all respect and honor always. Yeah. Doc. 
Yeah man, look out for the mixtape them back, you know? Mix CD them out in full force 2019 coming at you. Doctor's autopsy mix. I got load up load up the street with them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a must. Yeah, you know? Big up my ride or die over there, so you know. Yeah, Failing <laughs> wifey, big up yourself every time. Now if you out an inch. All the while you crush see. that. You know. One last question I want to ask all you guys each before we get out of here. What's the biggest misconception or the miss the biggest thing that people misinterpret about Lady Healing? Them some enough, but me just friendly. And if you get to know me, I don't smile a lot, but if you get to know me, trust me. Yeah. I can melt you in zero point two seconds because yeah. I'm a very nice person. I believe that. You know what I mean? What's the biggest misconception of master? Um, that's a medical antisocial. Yeah. Yeah, the people tend to think that, you know, I don't, you know, socialize as much. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it works for me, you know, to keep that little guard up. For sure. Don't let everybody into your space as, you know. So that's just me. Yeah. I learned a little of that from uh, Mr. Rodney Price. Born to kill. And, um, but other than that, if you get to know me and... If you want to get to know yeah. Jeff and not the master, then you know it's a total different, 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 different personality. Yeah. But they tend to say I'm a little antisocial. But other than that, mm-hmm. yeah, never, never seen that side there. So, but again, <laughs> I guess because of how we connect, oh, yes. it's just different. You know, yeah. I mean? it, is, yeah. it is what it is. What's your biggest misconception when it comes to the doctor? Them say me don't talk much. I'm gonna talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> so them just them don't talk back to me more time. Yeah. <laughs> me no mind. Yeah. Staying years old. You know, you yeah, I mean? but just in a wise one still, yeah. but you know? Yeah. Not cool you still. Mm-hmm. But I just not talk to people. Yeah, sure. You could tell you could tell everybody has their own personality and it comes out this way, comes out this way. Master is clearly the upfront one. Yeah, my man. He's the that. one saying what he's saying, up front. Mm. You're more the behind scenes. Healing now is really depends on the mood you catch her in and mm-hmm. the day you catch you on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I remember when we first, when you first used to come around by the booth in Malvern Town Center, we had to do everything on God's earth to get you to do a video. You remember that, Jeff? You don't remember those days. Mm-hmm. Listen, everything on God's green earth. Jeff would say, okay, come say it this way, say it this way, and then we'll get you to do it. But now you say, video time. Healing's ready right away. Mm. You know what I mean? So you mm. guys are great. Growth. You guys are great. But again, a lot of people won't know. This is the second time we had to record this. I'm telling you guys this. I messed up the first recording, and I was so ashamed to tell Jeff. You know how many times I looked in Jeff's face? And I couldn't tell him, say, oh, big boss. The recording isn't done. We'll be up here talking for 20 minutes, dealing with tickets. And it's like, Sheldon, tell him. And I could not tell him. So one day he came and said, Jeff, you think mess up, you know that, right? Jeff said, Sheldon, just come. No problem, no questions asked. They came back and they did it again. That's why you guys are my family. Really? You see what I'm saying? Really mm-hmm. awesome. Big up Nitro, big up Nitro, mm-hmm. big up Nitro. You guys are the greatest. All right? Yeah, man, I say man. Canada's number one. I said it. All right? <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, love always, Trust man. me, all the time. This is Muscle for Two Lined Music Hut Entertainment Report Podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.